Hello and welcome to the Swimming Ideas Podcast. This is episode number 42, Revisiting Streamline. My name is Jeff and I will be your host for today. That's right, this is the podcast where we talk about swimming lessons, swim teams, and all the different things that you need to know about regarding swimming and swim lessons. Today we're talking about Streamline. That's right, we're going back to the first podcast that we ever did and we're looking at I'm sorry, the second podcast, episode number two, Streamline, and we're going to take another look at it and see how it works. That's right, let's get started. Streamline, one of the three things that we use for Streamline and how do we go about using them in our swim lessons and in our swim team. This is the important information that you need to know to teach better swim lessons and to have better swim teams in general. Now, Streamline is possibly one of the most fundamental skills that you can do in, in on swim teams and in swim lessons. Let's talk about how that works. Number one, what is a Streamline? Now, generally, you should know what a streamline is. I'll include a picture of it in this post. Uh, but it's when you hold your hands above your head, put your hands on top of each other's hands, and squeeze your ears, keeping your body nice and straight. It is the most efficient way that you can move through the water. And that's where the term comes from, streamline. It is streamlined, like an airplane. It is streamlined for the most aerodynamic uh, speed. Just like in the water, you want to be hydrodynamic, which means you move through the water the easiest. And when you're in streamline, you are the closest to a bullet or a missile or a torpedo moving through the water with the least amount of drag. And therefore, you can most efficiently move through the water. So because it is the easiest way to move in the water, it is the basis for our entire swimming lesson program. Now, we include Streamline in our level one classes, in our level two classes, all the way through all of our swim lesson and swim teams. Now, for us, we make Streamline an integrated part in our swim lessons and our swim team. When we're doing our swim team stuff, we are always harping, always repeating the necessity of doing Streamline. And it's so important that we've refined the language that we use to teach Streamline into these three simple steps, these three key targets. What are they? Maybe you remember them from episode number two. If you do, if you have the visual swim skill sheets, if you have the swim lesson plans, you're going to see these three keys of to streamline in almost every lesson and on every lesson plan. They're that important. They really are that important. It's pretty amazing how important streamline is. And the cooler part about it is that these three things make Streamline even easier to do and easier to teach. It is stunning the success that we've had with Streamline when it comes to these three things. Now, in part, it's because we revisit Streamline constantly. We're always, oh, you didn't do your Streamline, come back to the wall and do it. When we give instructions on how to do something, Streamline is in itself an event in that activity. Now, we'll go to uh, the short distance cheat sheet or doing short distances in our training, when you do three times streamline plus something else, that streamline there is a deliberate 
insert of a specific skill that we expect to be done initially or first. It's very rarely three times, three strokes of freestyle. We always want the initial action to be the streamline, and that's why we explicitly say it. Three times, streamline, plus, blah, 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 blah. Three strokes of freestyle. It's that important. It really is. It is that important. We use it out so often, and we insert it into everything that we do in our in our swim lessons, in our swim team. It's so significantly important, and it has such a dramatic and drastic effect on the success of our swimmers that we use it constantly. So, without further ado, what are those three things? Number one, look down. Number two, lock your thumb. And number three, squeeze your ears. Now, if we're going to look at our, you know, targeting external language, does these three, do these three things satisfy the external language? Not really, right? So we have lock your thumb, that's a physical body motion. Squeeze your ears, again, it's a personal physical body motion, and look down. It has a little bit of a targeting, you know, aim your face to the bottom of the pool, but it's still more of an internal command and internal language. With that said, we use visual examples of successful streamlines. So we demonstrate streamline on the serve, on the pool deck. So when we're standing around the pool deck, we'll stand in streamline. We'll walk around the pool deck in streamline. We'll do soldiers into streamline 10 times. So you get in the habit of going from not streamline into streamline. And we repeat these three things. We quiz our swimmers on the three things for streamline at almost every opportunity that we can. Right, so when we are in our lessons, we'll ask, we'll quiz our swimmers, what are the three things for streamline? And then they'll say it, we'll repeat it, lock your thumb, squeeze your ears, look down, and then we'll ask someone else, okay, what about you, Johnny? What are the three things for streamline? Give them an opportunity to respond. Yep, that's right. Lock your thumb, squeeze your ears, look down. Right, so we're always repeating these three things as many times as we can to ingrain it into their heads as habit. So why do we do these three things and where did they come from? Now we want to, okay, I'm, again, I'm going to assume that you know what Streamline is and what it looks like. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, it's with your hands above your head, your hands, your arms above your head, your hands above your crown, and they are stacked on top of each other. Your thumb, the hand that's on top is wrapped around the, the, the pinky side of your hand underneath. Your elbows are squeezing your ears to kind of pull your arms in as close together to your body as you can. Your body is as straight as possible, so you're either standing up or if you're on the deck or in the water, you're laying down. And your face is looking straight ahead if you're standing, and then your face is pointing to the bottom if you're in the pool, assuming you're doing front uh, on your stomach. If you're on your back, it's the reverse, looking up. So if we want to attempt to fix these problems on, on streamline with these three things. Why do these three things, lock your thumb, look down, squeeze your ears, why do they solve these problems and what are the problems and where do these words come from? This is exactly what, and I'm going to tell you right now, how what problems that we're sol solving with with these three words and what why those are not good for streamline and why these specific words were chosen. So we're gonna, I'm going to list out some of the problems that we have or we've encountered with our swimmers when they're learning how to do streamline. 
So they lift their head up and they look forward where they're going. So they point their face towards the direction they're moving. And so they're looking at their hands. And what that does is it lifts the head. It causes drag, number one. So the water pushes against their face and it's not streamlined. It's actually, um, it's not very hydrodynamic. It's a bump. It's a big bump. So it slows you down. It makes it harder for you to go faster and farther. Uh, it also makes your legs sink because when and you're in the water, your buoyancy is in the middle of your body. And when you lift a portion of your head or when you lift your head, your feet sink. Right? There's an opposite reaction. Uh, another problem that we have are the arms are not tight against the head. So maybe the elbows are flared out to the side. You know, the hands are locked, the hands on top of the hand, uh, but maybe the elbows are pushed out to the side. So it's a lazy reach, right? So that kind of slows you down. It creates drag because it's not tight against your head. So any gaps you have in your shoulders will act as like paddles that will slow you down. They create drag. Uh, the hands are not on top of each other or they are loosely linked. So the arms are not tight against the head. The hands are moving or waving around. So they create drag because they're not cutting through the water in a tight line. Another problem is the body's not straight. So maybe the hips are up high or the torso is bent towards the side. The hands or the arms are not at position 11 which is directly above the shoulders, right? So maybe the hands are off to the side, they're off kilter, or they're below the chest, they're aiming forward or down or up. Uh, the arms are bent and slow. There's the fake streamline. So when you push off the wall and you go through the motion of doing a streamline without actually doing one, that's what we call the fake streamline. It's like the lazy attempt. Um, that that's not a streamline, right? So you have to hit all three of these key things to do a streamline. You can't just put your hands above your head and look forward and you know not get in streamline position. That's not a streamline. That's just a lazy fake something. So these three things correct that. A short streamline, right? So if you do it very briefly, uh, it kind of defeats the purpose because you're losing out on the maximum uh the maximum benefit of this action. And then what we call the bad crawl position. This is very similar to the fake streamline. It's when your hands are not touching, they're kind of bent, the elbows are bent, they're reaching in front of the chest, the head is raised up, and the feet kind of look like they're about to start a breaststroke kick. It looks like you're crawling um, like an infant on the deck. Uh, you know, that kind of weird hands above your head, Head tilted back, belly pushed down, body positions like the fake streamline. You know, if you are doing these three things, you're not going to be doing this bad crawl position. You know, if you lock your thumb, if you look down, you squeeze your ears, you're actually going to achieve the goal. If you do all the three of those things, then the, you're probably going to have a really good streamline. So that's where, you know, we ran into all these problems the head lifted up and looking forward. The arms are not tight against the head. The hands are moving around underwater. The body's not straight. The arms aren't in the right position. The arms are bent out to the side. They're slowing you down. Um, they're doing the fake streamline, like the quick, lazy streamline. You know, it's short. The, and they're doing this weird, funky crawl, like baby crawl position. You know, all these problems came about when you're teaching streamline or when you're trying to get your more advanced swimmers to streamline. They're lazy. We wanted to fix them, and we wanted to fix them quickly, easily, and effectively. So we took a bunch of targets and a bunch of goals, 
And we said, okay, well, what can we do? What can we say that will get the best result from our effort and time? You know, what things can we work on that are going to cure or solve all these problems when you're swimming? Right? Because streamlining is very important. It's one of the most important things that you can do as a swimmer. And as an instructor or as a new swim lesson participant, it's one of the first skills that you learn. A front glide is a streamline. You know, we're teaching this straight body position and we need to have it done well. So when you lock your thumb, which is the only step that we don't teach in level one and level two, they can do it already because their body is straight. Their face is down. The arms are pressed against the side of their ears. You know, we can do it by adding this one extra step. So it's very important because it's the basis for which we do all of our lessons. You know, forward horizontal motion. That's our goal. We want to get our people swimming in the water to move forward with the least amount of effort so they can A, save themselves and B, swim. Right? Streamline position 11. They're the basis for all swimming. So we want to make sure that we know how to do it and how to do it well. This is where those three things come from. When you lock your thumb, when you wrap your thumb around, okay, you make a pancake with your hands, and when you lock your thumb, that top hand wraps around the pinky side of your bottom hand, and you try to pull it apart, but you keep it locked in, it actually makes it easier to squeeze your ears. And we know when our thumb is locked, that our hands are pressed together. So we know that they're going to be in the right position when they're pushing through the water. It's going to be that it's going to cut through the water the most efficiently. Right? If you interlace your hand fingers, so like if you put your hands on top of each other and you take the top fingers and you put them in between the bottom fingers, you know, like your, um, it's called interlacing your, your fingers. If you do that, it's, it's kind of hurts, you know, but it's also not very effective because it kind of makes a fist. So it kind of slows you down. That's not ideal. If you wrap your fingers around, again, not ideal. But if you line up your, your middle finger on top of your middle finger and your palms are pointing in the same direction and you wrap that bottom thumb around, then all of a sudden you have this pancake, very tightly held hand, which is going to draw your, your arms together. And that goes into the next one. Squeeze your ears. So if you are locking your thumb and you're holding your hands above your head and you're, you're really pressing into that locked thumb, your elbows are going to squeeze against the top of your head. And all of a sudden, we have a streamline. Now, all we got to do then is calmly look straight ahead in a balanced position and our face is going to look down. It's only when we move out of that position that you know, we start falling out of it. So we want to give a target with our face. Look straight ahead or look down. And if you do these three things, lock thumb, squeeze ears, look down, which aren't terribly difficult, you're going to have a good streamline. It addresses all of these seven or eight different problems that we have with streamline. Just by doing these three things. We know that if these three things are done, then the streamline is going to be done well. That's why we do it. That's why we have these three key steps for streamline, and that's why we repeat them over and over and over again. And that means when we are working on any skill, we can come back to one of those three things and say, hey, you know, you did a really good job of looking down, but you didn't squeeze your ears because you didn't lock your thumb. Make sure you do this next time. And then we have a goal, we have a target, a specific physical action that our participants can do 
to correct their mistake. And it's so it's it's actually quite easy to do those three things. But it's not easy to do well when you're a beginner. So we give them these three targets and we reiterate them and we re, we we point towards them every opportunity we can. Now, once they've mastered it and they do it, make sure we follow up and give them praise, right? Good job. Your hands were th- your thumbs were locked, your ears were squeezed, you were looking down. Well done. And chances are they had a good streamline if they did all those three things. So I think I hit on this before. Streamline is the most efficient part of swimming. Uh, It's the basis for all of our strokes. So we begin in streamline and then we do an activity. Streamline, three strokes of freestyle. Streamline, five strokes of freestyle with one breath and then a flip. So that streamline is in itself an event. As we progress through, so for our beginners, we're not doing our streamlines underwater. We are doing them at the surface. So, you know, we can, and we don't necessarily say all three things with our level two kids or level one kids. We'll say, all right, push off, lock your thumb, look down, squeeze your ears, uh, but do like five streamlines from this bench to that bench and do them on the surface, right? Because we're not worried about the depth at this point. We just want to get them used to moving forward in a streamline-ish position and we can hit those three items. Oh, you didn't lock your thumbs. Oh, remember to look down. You know, try not to look for or attempt not to look forward. If you caught that, good for you. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, the blog post, uh, uh, there is no try, make an attempt. Uh, check it out. It's on the website. But uh, we try not, make an attempt not to say the word try when we're teaching lessons. So make an attempt to streamline, look down next time. <laughs> make sure that you are uh, pointing your face at the bottom on your next attempt. Remember to look down, you know, squeeze your ears, stuff like that. Uh, and so for our beginners, we will start on the surface, do your streamlines, do your front glides on the surface of the water. And as we progress level three, level four swim team, then we start teaching an underwater streamline first. So sink down before you push off, push off about halfway down, like where the middle of the X mark is on the wall or the cross mark, push down towards that horizontal line and then push off in a straight line, float to the surface. So the distance of the underwater streamline gets longer and longer based on the ability level of our participants. So they travel farther underwater. That's about all I have for streamlines for today. To reiterate, we use it constantly. We've revisited it a few times uh, in our own staff meetings, and we most recently did as well, and we realized and decided We really like it. We're going to keep using it the way we have been. And uh, we're going to keep doing what we're doing with Streamline because it's extremely effective. And here it is again. Lock your thumb. Squeeze your ears with your elbows. And look down with your whole face. So even simpler, lock your thumb, squeeze your ears, look down. It really is that easy. I want to know what you think. Can you make this script better? Can you refine this or change it to really correct 90% of the problems that come with Streamline, the majority of problems that come with learning how to do Streamline or doing Streamline well? Is there a way that we can use two, three commands, targets, to correct the majority of Streamline issues for beginners and learners? Or the most, you know, distill it down, refine it down into... Uh, the most effective way to teach it. Do you have something that you use for Streamline? I want to know. 
we've tried. We really have. We've tried to refine this down even hard or even simpler or different targets. So uh, maybe squeeze your abs or, you know, use your shoulder or something. You know, I don't know. We've tried, but we haven't come with any success. What do you do? How can you make that script better? What is it that you do when you're teaching streamlining? I want to know. And we all want to know so we can improve our programs overall. Send me an email, jeff at swimmingideas.com. Connect with me on Twitter, at Swimming Ideas, or on Facebook, Swimming Ideas. Uh, You can connect with us any one of those ways, and I respond as quickly as I can. So email jeff at swimmingideas.com, Twitter at Swimming Ideas, and on Facebook, Swimming Ideas. Thanks for spending the time with me today to revisit Streamline to go over some of the problems that Streamline has uh, when you're not doing it well and how to correct them with the three key things for Streamline. You can find all of this information in the visual swim, swim skill sheets, which are in the swim lesson starter kit and the uh, swimming lesson complete lesson program that you can find on the website swimminglessonsideas.com. If you have questions, feel free to email me, jeff at swimmingideas.com. Connect with me on Twitter at Swimming Ideas or on Facebook, Swimming Ideas. Thanks again for your time. And tomorrow, we can teach better swim lessons together. Take care.